0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive of the $500 in bonus cash. That's ProudSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? I don't know, OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest, over $30,000, up for grabs over the season. Go to ozcrowd.com to sign up. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN app It's giving you a chance to win $100,000 during NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. And welcome Everyone, to a Monday evening edition, off-season edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's your host, ZB, back off the one-week break, and I'm joined for this episode. Going to be fun. A lot of teams that we maybe have some disagreements on in this division here to break down the Northwest Division win totals. Munaf, how are you, bro?
1: Doing well, man. How's it going? I know uh, you were talking about you took a, a week off in a little uh, trip. Hope you had fun. Uh, recharge your batteries a little bit there. huh? How was that?
0: That trip was great. I did actually. I have a picture that I meant to send you. I got a picture outside Ball Arena. Really got in uh, touch with the Nuggets, with the Nuggets organization. You know, little <laughs> Breckenridge Breckenridge Brewery outside outside the Nuggets Stadium. It's actually like it was kind of like not much going on really outside the arena. So I walked over there just to get the picture. Yeah, um, but that was cool. Um, yeah, I, so I've seen I've seen a couple of the arenas in this division, but yeah, I was out west seeing some of the national parks out there really beautiful time and mm-hmm. glad to be back with the nba and uh talking with you I, I we were saying before the show it's felt like just yesterday you know we were in the middle of the nba finals but yeah did see a tweet we have maybe less than two months till the nba regular season starts now
1: yeah man we're getting close i think it's about 45 to 50 days away i know it's gonna creep, creep up on us real quick because we're gonna be like head deep in uh in football season, we're not going to notice that it's here, but uh, as always, I'm always excited for NBA season, man. It's it's with all the player movements and trades that we've had over the offseason and, and all the signings and all that good stuff, man. It, it can't wait for the season to start. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, definitely been, you know, looking at some of these guys from summer league now starting to season teams coming together. Obviously, we still have Ben Simmons, Damian Lillard, yep. those type of names that still could maybe. Be in the news as we approach the season. Um, plan for today's show, we're gonna get into some of these win totals and talk about uh teams in the Northwest division. So we'll get into those teams. We definitely have the nuggets in there. We're gonna have some Dame Lillard talk, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um anything that's caught your eyes in the news recently hasn't been much really going on. Um yeah. other than you know, the the Lakers now get Rajon Rondo today. Also yeah. we have that we have that Lowry marketing trade as well. What'd you think of that?
1: Yeah, um that was involved. Well, was that a separate trade from Larry Nance or was that a three? No. Yeah. Deal? So
0: that was, that was Larry Nance to the blazers. Okay. Lowry marketing to the Cavs, yep. and the bulls getting a uh, first round pick. Mm-hmm. And I believe uh Derek Jones jr. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I think the first thing was that marketing wanted to be traded or he wanted a fresh start somewhere else right i think where he was going to get yeah. more minutes um i think cleveland is a good spot for him uh you know you have your young guys with colin sexton and darius garland as a they signed jared allen to that big contract so they have pieces there right evan mobley obviously so uh, it's going to be a good fun young team to watch out there in cleveland i think this is a underrated pretty good pickup for the portland Trail Blazers, and i know we'll talk yep. about blazers jr a little bit but i think just the versatility the athleticism the length that larry nance jr has number one i think is going to be have some pay dividends on the defensive side of the ball for them and then also uh, i think in the pick and roll it's going to be really big for them also so um, uh, pretty good pickup for the portland trailblazers there derrick jones jr i think he wasn't well, you already had Robert Covington in that kind of that log jam there. So I think that either it was going to be Rocco or um, Derek Jones Jr. on the move. So, um, you know, pretty good trade, I think, for all three teams. And then obviously Chicago picking up an additional first round pick.
0: Yeah, definitely big for Chicago to get back a first round pick after they sent them out to get Vuce and to get DeMar DeRozan yeah. and in the Lonzo ball trade as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I think definitely for Portland, I like this deal. Um, Larry Nance gives them kind of now they have some options in terms of, Norm Powell doesn't have to close every game. You know, they can kind of pick between now Covington, Powell, and Nance and turn to who they want to close the game along with Dame, CJ, and Nurk. You know, even maybe get Larry Nance some time at the five. You yep. do a different look there. So I think it's a nice versatile pickup for them. You know, there's obviously questions hanging around that organization, but it will, it will be, you know, a nice pickup there. I'm sure Dame is, is happy about that. For Cleveland, I mean, I think marketing can be solid there. It's a little bit of a weirder move, just considering that they pay Jared Allen this summer, mm-hmm. yeah, and and now also Evan Mobley. Now I think there's plenty of minutes for those guys if they only play one big off the bench. Like that shows, maybe Evan Mobley gets some minutes at the five as well as a rookie, so that could be good, you know. And then playing with another spacing guy who can shoot in in Lowry Marketing will be helpful for everybody, including Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. So I don't hate that move for them. Remains to be seen kind of where they fit in in the East. Are they along with Orlando and Detroit? or Are they kind of in their own little tier in the bottom of the East? But, you know, a a solid three-teamer there. Um, Rondo to the Lakers so we, are we, do we need to be scared of this team or uh, are we, you know they just get, get the band <laughs> back together I guess
1: are we shocked that he, he ended up on a back to an LA team at least I mean it's like yeah. he's just rotating between <laughs> the LA teams up no I think you know when they made the trade uh, with Memphis we knew that he was going to get bought out right and yeah. eventually end up on a contender and it was with the Lakers, you know, when he was on the Lakers, when they won the championship, I thought he was a pivotal uh, guy in, in the run that they had in the bubble. Um, playoff Rondo is different, right? So um, they, I think this this is a very deep team that the Lakers have and adding a veteran like Rondo and having that playoff experience is only going to help them.
0: Yeah, and I, I think when Rondo comes back there, I mean, they just have so many cooks in the kitchen in terms of like veteran presence. It's going to be really it- it's gonna be fun. I mean, I, yeah. with LeBron in there, I think he'll kind of keep everything, everyone together. And just the the names on this team, it's just gonna be. I, I saw people saying like, if they were, if we're gonna have a hard knocks type show for the NBA, like you, it will be absolutely perfect in L.A. this season. And yeah. you know, hopefully, there's whatever type of access that wasn't there during COVID, but you know, definitely a a a nice pickup for them. I mean, it's just another another option that doesn't really seem known. But you know Rondo and Westbrook at point guard. I mean, this is a uh, this is this is madness in Staples Center. Anything else that you want to get to before we get to the into the uh, Northwest Division teams?
1: No, I think that was it. Uh, Those only news that I really saw.
0: Yeah. So sounds good. So let's get right into it here with the Utah Jazz win total. And let me know if you see different win totals for yeah. any of these. Uh, I had win total fifty one and a half. Yep. Fifty one and a half. Jazz were fifty two and twenty last year. Obviously. Go home to the Clippers and just another year for Utah where they go crazy in the regular season. You think this year might be different. They had a couple of new, new additions and it flames out, you know, before the conference finals again. So where do you kind of make, uh, where, where the Jazz are heading into this season?
1: Yeah, I think that core is still intact, right? We were hearing rumors about Joe Ingles may be on the move um via trade but I, I didn't really come to fruition but um i like the offseason pickups that they did have i mean rudy gay is another veteran guy that can give you some minutes off the bench obviously they re co- signed mike conley they added hassan whiteside in that in that front court um added a- uh, eric pascal from the warriors and again jared butler i think yeah. is a great pickup in the draft also so i think this team is really set up It's just now we know that they're a great regular season team. They have that home court advantage in the regular season and in the playoffs. It's about now time that, you know, they need to make a run in this, in the NBA, in the Western Conference playoffs, and at least, you know, get to the Western Conference finals, because, you know, Donovan Mitchell, we see what he can do night in and night out. But not only that, he really elevates his game in the NBA playoffs. He's a guy that can go out and get you 40 points in the NBA playoffs. You know, Rudy Gobert is still there, so... Um, you know, this, this roster stack, they have a lot of pieces and shooters. You have, you know, your two superstars. Um, and I think they're set up to make a, a, another run in the, uh, Western conference, at least during the regular season.
0: I mean, is there anything that we can take away from this coming regular season from the jazz? I mean, they, we, they've shown it to us. Every single year they flash that potential. Jazz fans are getting hyped up. Like jazz fans love to talk. They are, you know, thinking, okay, this is the year is gonna be different. You know, Rudy Gobert's finally doing this. You know, we still and I, I look I, I like their offseason too, but to me it's just like another year. And and we'll get to the win total because I definitely think the win total is obviously in play. And yeah. they were the best team in the NBA in the regular season last year by a wide margin here. Nine point two positive point differential. Mm-hmm. Um 52 and 20 was the best record in the year. Really no signs of that slowing down. You bring back Mike Conley, you get another guy who can really, you know, play well for you and Rudy Gates another option for this team on the wing. Um, I like those moves for the regular season, but I mean, do we give them the benefit of doubt in the Western conference where we don't know really what's going on with Kawhi and, you know, the Lakers are, are still maybe some questions there. Like the jazz should be talking about maybe the favorite in the West, but, there's too many playoff scars kind of to give them that 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 benefit of the doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned Zach that they are a great regular season team, no doubt, right? 52 wins last year. The over under for this coming season, 82 games is set at 51 and a half, right? And yeah. I think the key parts that you just mentioned that Denver's not going to have Jamal Murray, I know we'll talk about Denver here in a, in a little bit. Um the Lakers are going to ha- they might have some growing pains at least to start the season because you have a lot of guys that need the ball to be dominant right russell westbrook uh you have carmelo anthony on that roster so it might take them time but it almost seems like that for this western conference especially for utah jazz that as long as lebron james is there in his, in the team that he always puts together season in and season out it gets unless there's a catastrophic injuries that it's always going to be a it's going always going to be tough for a team like the utah jazz to beat them in a seven game series. Right. And I, I, I think there'll be a top three seat again in the Western conference again, but like we've mentioned, like, we don't care about the We know what they can do in the regular season. Yeah. yeah. Can now they take that next step in the playoffs. And I'm not sure yet. I, we also also need to see it before we can believe it, but with, with the Lakers there and the Clippers who know what's, what's going to happen. I kind of feel like those are two the teams when healthy I, th- I just think that's too much class for the Utah Jazz to possibly keep up with.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's funny. Like they, it, there's now basically five straight seasons uh, that they've made the playoffs five straight seasons with, you know, solid winning, obviously the COVID season shut, cut short, but like, it's t- it's really it is about time for them to make noise in the playoffs, and I think I think there could potentially be some betting value on them maybe this year if you do buy into the it, not if you buy in if you think that they're just been suffering a bad luck. I think there will be a lot of fatigue like amongst betters and fans, like, okay, like we're just going to ignore the Jazz this year. I think we saw a little bit of that with the Milwaukee Bucks this year where they had, you know, let us down so many times in the playoffs before and they were kind of the ignored team out East. That was still probably a tier one contender. No one really talked about them. All of a sudden they're stepping into the void and they were, you know, kind of right there all along. I think that you could see a type of season like that for the Jazz. Um, What did you make of of Mike Mike Conley coming back and, you know, how do you think he kind of fits into their plans for
1: next year? Yeah, I think it'll be the same thing as it was last year. I think they made it a top priority priority in the offseason to get Mike Conley back. And again, it gives them that depth that they need at the guard position, not having to have Donovan Mitchell handle the handle the basketball. Right. You, you have a great veteran point guard like Mike Conley that can set up your offense, get the guys in the right spots and get the offense going and then let kind of Donovan Mitchell play off the ball. So I think that was a huge resign for them. Um, I I guess a question for you is it almost seems like that Utah is not really a destination that players want to go to, right? We've heard about the crowds, you know, quote unquote, with the racism and and things like that. I I think, do you think having Dwayne Wade as part of that ownership and being on the sideline and in that front office, do you think that? maybe stars may want to go there and play with donovan mitchell and rudy Gobert, or do you think that's not going to matter
0: no i i don't i don't really see that i think obviously this season they, they i think they did like shuffle up their front office a little bit they had yeah. some issues there mm-hmm. and there was an issue between quinn snyder and whoever the gm was they shuffled that so that kind of seemed like it was like their culture shifting move in the offseason um and Dwayne Wade comes in, I think Dwayne Wade, it's on the record that he's supposed to work on the relationship with Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz, and kind of keep Donovan bought into what they're doing out there. Um, you know, the ultimately the issue is, and we, there's been a lot of Rudy Gobert slander on this podcast, but like, he, you, some people see him as a, as, as a true second star because of the impact he has on the uh, defensive yeah. end, but if you're I think if you look at the game from more of an offensive perspective, which I think most people do, and it's not necessarily the wrong thing to do, you know, Donovan Mitchell is kind of by himself as that as that like you know star on the caliber of like you know a LeBron James, Anthony Davis, a Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, you know, I Rudy Gobert, you know, obviously incredibly impactful player, but you don't put him in that same conversation right now. So you know, I think bringing in Eric Pascal was definitely a good move. Um, I think he's friends with Donovan Mitchell back from playing together in yeah. high school. So that was mm-hmm. a nice move to, um, you know, help out Donovan in terms of just enjoying playing for this team. Yeah. Um, we're in total at 51 and a half. Uh, we're going back to 80, 82 games, right? Yes, sir. So, I mean, what is stopping us from saying, you know, they won 52 on 72 games. Uh, they're definitely going over this number.
1: I, I agree with you. This should be going over, right? And, yeah. and I think it's more impactful knowing that, these teams that are dealing with some of these injuries in uh, huge injuries like Kawhi Leonard with the Lakers, I mean, sorry, with the uh, Clippers and, and uh, Jamal Murray with the Denver Nuggets. So that's two teams that may not pile up the wins. And I think that kind of opens a window for a team like the Utah Jazz. And like you, I think you alluded to earlier, uh, Zach, was that because they're not in a big market, and they're kind of on that West coast that nobody really wants to pay attention to this team. And this number is always kind of set kind of low to me. I think, 53 and a half is probably a good number for them but at 51 and a half it always comes down to those one or two wins sometimes at the regular season and and if if you're going to bet on a regular season win total, i think right now would be the time to lock up the utah jazz at over 51 and a half
0: yeah and i think that's that's a i agree with all that there's kind of a sour taste in everyone's mouth like with how it ended and it's like okay like the jazz are not as good as we thought they were but like in reality they're still just as good of a regular season team it's just like they still have the same flaws in the playoffs, and maybe the, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, I go ahead. yeah. I mean, I I think they're just as good of a regular season team as we thought of them. You know, leaving the regular season last year, going into the playoffs. Yeah. I think what we what we talked about this on the show before. There's never been a bigger difference between the the style and quality of play in the playoffs and the style and quality of play in the regular season. And the Jazz are very built to be successful in the regular season with Rudy Gobert being this phenomenal, impactful defensive player in the regular season who can basically hit, cover up defensive issues elsewhere. You have Conley, you have Mitchell, you have a ton of depth, ton of shooting. So the formula is still right there. So I, I definitely like this to go over.
1: Yeah. And I think we just got to remember one thing that Donovan Mitchell's ankle was not a hundred percent in the playoffs too. Right. And when okay. they were playing okay. the Clippers, so <laughs> I mean, in, in just like every other team that did have injuries, but, you know, we don't know how much of an issue it was. But I just feel like that at the end of the day, for the Utah Jazz, they are at some point going to need to get another superstar or a scoring star next to Donovan Mitchell if they want to keep him around. Now, is that going to be at the price of having to trade Rudy Gobert? I'm not sure. But I think, like, I think we kind of agreed that it's going to come to a point where they're going to have to go out and get another scoring star. Is Donovan Mitchell one of your favorite players? I love watching this guy play. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I see when, when you brought up the ankle, I was like, okay, you know, that's <laughs> his guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this no, guy, he, 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 he wasn't healthy, hard. Right. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. healthy, and then, and, and, you know, this guy plays hard, and he, he's just a bucket, man, and I love watching him play.
0: Yeah, so definitely uh, both was like the over there. Let's take a quick break here, and then we're going to come back with the Denver Nuggets. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get all your favorite teams, players, and sports. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet and from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport you need to win, ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $500 sports bet. Download BetWin. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We're also brought to you by Proswap. Brought to you by Proswap America's Marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new ProSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available, browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. If you love sports betting, you need to be using ProSwap. The ProSwap your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. So, in making your bets, always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on ProSwap every day. Get started today by going to ProSwap.com or download the ProSwap app. ProSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming back off the break, the Denver Nuggets last year, 47 and 25. Win total for this year set at 47 and a half. Obviously, the big story going into the this year for Denver Nuggets is Jamal Murray's ACL. Sounds like he's on a pretty solid timeline Um and, and he will be back at some point next season. Yeah. Uh, you know, you never really want to try to count on that type of thing because, you know, it's probably going to be until the start of the following season. that he's actually back to 100 percent. But, you know, Jamal Murray, that is the story. Um, And then it still got the MVP coming back. Ton of depth on this team and obviously looking for Michael Porter Jr. to step in some of that void. So. Where are you at with this Nuggets team, Munaf? I mean, I think their depth is there, but they really don't have a bona fide number two guy to go along with with Nikola Jokic, and they might need Michael Porter Jr. to step up there.
1: Yeah, I think that's number one, right? That Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to be a guy that's going to get you 20-plus points per night and fully capable of doing it, right? I mean, he has a nice shooting stroke. He... he has the ultimate green light and and this guy can shoot. We saw it in the playoffs where in the first quarters he was dropping anywhere from 10 to 15 to 16 points just in that first quarter. I think for him, it's got to be consistently throughout the game where he's, he's scoring, right? Yes. Uh, not just coming out and getting a hot start, but consistently being that second guy until Jamal Murray gets back. Um, uh, I think Paul, Paul Millsap is still a restricted uh free agent uh so the Avengers He's
0: he's likely gone. He's likely yeah. uh Bulls, Warriors or Nets.
1: Yeah, and then you have Monte Morris. Hopefully, he's, this is a guard that can stay healthy for them. Uh, Austin Rivers, I believe, resigned also with them and then uh again, we keep on forgetting the guy that they have, Aaron Gordon, right? And I think he's yeah, going to be the true. guy that's going to have to again be that other contribution um as, in the absence of uh, Jamal Murray. I know this is your team, and I'll I'll, I'll let you have the floor, but I think one guy that I may be looking out for to kind of also step up into that role and kind of take that leap is going to be Marcus Howard.
0: Okay, I, I like Marcus Howard a lot. I mean, he's someone who showed scoring ability last year, and definitely a tough guard. Uh, kind of similar to Monte Morris in that way. Yeah, um, can come in and make shots. You know, they have a ton of depth on this team. Mm-hmm. Bones Highland, their first round pick, someone that yeah. I really like. People really like his game. You know, you still have Faku back. You still have PJ Dozier on this team. You have Jeff and Jamichael Green. You have Shaq Harrison, who you know stepped up a little bit in the playoffs for them. Zeke Naji. I mean, Austin Rivers. Like, there are a ton of people on this team who expect and, and should play. And I. I think we've seen in the past the formula of Jokic with with depth and shooting around him uh, can get you wins in the regular season. I think that's kind of the question for me with this team is how are they going to – are they going to keep Michael Porter Jr. in kind of a a role that he's just one of the other guys, which I think we have mainly seen at times. Like he hasn't really stepped up and been like an alpha scorer for this team. He's kind of picked his spots here and there. Like you said, scoring inconsistently, come out hot – Clearly, an effort to get him the ball and then he'll fade out throughout the game. More looks go to Will Barton, Monte Morris, that type of thing. Um, you know, is he like, in the eye test is there. If you watch Denver Nuggets games, I mean, he hasn't really fit in that smoothly. Like, it's never really been a totally smooth fit for him offensively. And yeah. I think you're at the counterbalance that with, wanting him to be part of this offense, but also make sure he is featured enough to carry you. I mean, you can't count on Nikola Jokic doing exactly what he did last year, carrying you every night. You can't count on him playing all 72 games. I mean, how incredible was that from Jokic last year? Yeah. Um, So they are going to need to find, I think, more consistent stuff elsewhere because it can't just be, you know, in the regular season. Okay, we're counting on, you know, Monte or PJ or or Faku giving us something, you know, Will Barton been pretty inconsistent. So... I still think, I mean, they have the MVP and, and I think that is, that's been a little bit slept on with this nuggets team too, is like, they were still dangerous without Jamal Murray. Um, yeah. and, and, and I, I started off with kind of the more negative side of it, but this is a team that, you know, asked the blade, like we're about to talk about the blazers. I mean, the blazers could not get by this nuggets team, um, in a playoff series, even without Jamal Murray, um, and, and Dane Willard. I mean, you know, like that was a tough series for them. So, um, you know, this team is going to be no cupcake. I still expect them to be in the playoff mix, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crowded in the West. I don't think they'll be in danger of falling completely out of the playoff picture, but they're going to need to find a floor uh, without their second best player.
1: Yeah, and I think for this team, like you've mentioned and we've talked about so far, the depth is there for sure, right? And I want to see how Michael Porter Jr. going into next season fits in or what, how they find to really get him going because we know the potential is there with this guy, man. He can be a 25 uh, points per night scorer for you. And I think uh, offensively, Aaron Gordon's going to have to find a way to step up for this team because they kind of acquired him to be that third or fourth guy. Now he's going to have to be that third guy for sure. Um, And if you're able to get 18, 20 points from him a night, um, I think that's going to take a lot of pressure off of the Joker and, you know, when you have those two guys along with the pieces around them, this team, it, I think they're equipped. And then when you get Jamal Murray back, um, again, like you mentioned, they can make noise in the in the, uh, the playoffs. So, um, you know, with Jamal Murray, I, I'm not exactly sure when he'll be back. But when he does get back, I think it'll take a little time for him to get adjusted and, and you know, coming off an ACL injury, that, that's always tough. But um, the depth is there on this team. And, and you know, when you have a, a coach like Mike Malone, that can really put a game plan together night in and night out. Uh, I'm still a believer in this Denver Nuggets team.
0: Yeah, definitely still a believer in this team. Let's turn over to the win total here, 47 and a half. Um, So that would be what, you know, 10, 11 games over 500. Um, Uh, Yeah. You know, I think this sounds about right. Uh, I do want to tune to, you know, what type of teams came in around this total Um, The year before, I guess we got two years back here. Um, You know, it's it's going to be around a four or five seed in the East, uh, maybe a six or a seven seed in the West. I mean, what do you think of this team in the regular season, and can they get to this number?
1: I mean, this is a great regular season team, right? And and I think maybe just for comparison's sake, uh, they're at forty-seven and a half. The Atlanta Hawks in the East are at forty-six and a half um now here's here's a great question for you which team do you think ends up with the more wins kind of a crossover here the denver nuggets or the dallas mavericks
0: i think denver ends up i think denver has more wins than dallas and i i i i I don't know which which way did you go in the dallas win total in the uh southwest podcast
1: I, I slightly win with the under now the Dallas Mavericks have 48 and a half wins as the as the posted total and the Denver Nuggets have 47 and a half, which is kind of a head scratcher because I think the depth is significantly significantly better with the Denver Nuggets than with the Dallas yep. Mavericks. I mean, I know they got a couple guys, but uh, in a seven game series without Jamal Murray, I, I, I think Denver wins that series.
0: Oh, yeah, I think everyone's that serious. I mean, I think Nikola Jokic, especially in the regular season, I might take him over over Luka Doncic. Here's one not to take out the win total, but who would you rather have right now, Michael Porter Jr. or Kristaps Porzingis?
1: Oh, Porter Jr.,
0: 100%. Okay. Yeah, KP, I, I mean think – I, I think I agree with that. I'm still, I'm still a KP believer. I'm still ah, a KP I mean, believer. I
1: this guy just can't stay – well, I can't <laughs> even bring up the health conversation because Michael Porter Jr. is – hasn't yeah. been very healthy either god man yeah I'll, I'll still go with michael porter jr i think his his uh his, his ceiling is higher his
0: ceiling is definitely higher i still am a believer in, in kp if he can ever get back to the defensive you know p- potential that he had and how yeah. good he was defensively um it doesn't really look like that's likely but if he can still really like the fear him as a player um so which way are we going on this win total here? I'm going to go I'm going to go over at 47 and a half. I, I think you I think you hit that nail on the head. There's still enough there and yeah. Nikola Jokic, I mean, he's just so solid um and, and I, th- I think they're going to be right there and, and like you said there there's no there's no one who's going to steal all these wins. I mean, maybe Utah, but other than that, you know, you said there's going to be more, more parity and I think the, the Nuggets are going to be right there in the thick of the playoff picture again.
1: Yeah, and I'll be very surprised if they miss the playoffs. I mean, right now for them to make the playoffs is at minus 650. So, um I think they're going to be right there, but okay. to, to look at some of these win totals it, were for where Dallas and Denver's posted. I think if we're comparing it to some other teams, uh Golden State Warriors are 48 and a half and then the Boston Celtics are 45 and a half, which is kind of interesting to me. Yeah,
0: and and another thing with Denver, um Michael Porter Jr., obviously, extension eligible. That has not been resolved yet, so yeah. that's something to watch. And Aaron Gordon as well, so you know, it looks like both those guys will get re-signed, but that's obviously something to keep an eye on. Anything else on Denver? No, that's it. All right, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back with Portland. Today's episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by PixWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays helmed by a team of trend-watching data-devouring sports fanatics giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. All for free. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. Picks wise, backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Turn your picks into real cash or Prize Picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy, and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win up to 10 times your money. Prize Picks is the best way I play. Use our promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's right. $100, 100% instant deposit match up to $100 at that prize picks and use promo code SGP. All right, coming back off the break, the Portland Trail Blazers win total at 44.5. Blazers last year were 42-30, and 30, obviously losing the first round to the Nuggets. Epic series for Dame, but the rest of the team didn't look great around him. Uh, now obviously an offseason with a lot of questions. Bring in Chauncey Billups, Munaf. Are you still a believer in, in Dame? I, I had not fully committed to the anti Dame, uh, voice on the on the podcast, <laughs> but I, I, I sent some tweets into the uh Slack channel over the summer. Um, where are you at? Where, where are you at with these Blazers team?
1: Yeah, this is going to be a, um, this is tough, man, because I, we don't know what the, the situation with Dame is going to be. Um, Man, it's just tough. I, I think he's bought in for at least this season uh, with the Portland Trailblazers, because I, I think uh, Damian Lear is one of the more loyal guys in the NBA, right? It's going to take a something catastrophic for this guy to be like, OK, you know, uh, it's time for me to move on to another organization. And. Um, right now it's not going to be the LA Lakers anymore because they did get Russell Westbrook. So it'll be, I mean, Philly has been the popular name with Damian Lillard, but I, I kind of like low key mate, like the off season moves that they made, right. They got, um, they picked up Ben McLemore. Cause he's a good shooter, but then I think Cody Zeller and Larry Nance jr. To add that front court depth, I think it's pretty significant that we're not talking about. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I kind of want to get your thoughts on it. It's just, I think, I, I think this is a team that's going to be a stay away for me because who knows if this team is not doing well when the trade deadline comes around, that either CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard, Lillard may get traded.
0: Yeah, I think it's very similar to what we saw with Houston last year, where yeah. like I was making the I was making the case last year, like okay, if they keep Harden, like they actually probably would have, they should have gone over the number. They were like line at like a 500 team it's like, okay if Harden stays you like it over I think if Dame stays I think you like this over I mean they were to seed last year 42 and 30 that was with CJ getting hurt a lot of injuries all over the place they had to kind of make a late late push to get up to where they were so yeah. you know I think all the pieces are right there and Chauncey Billups is someone who very respected coach obviously there was a lot of issues uh or just public you know controversy surrounding his hiring and whether or not Dame endorsed the hiring looks like that's all been put to bed and they're kind of focused CJ McCollum new uh, president of the players association congrats to him Um, I think he's geared up for a huge year getting healthy so I'm I'm with you. I mean, I like their offseason. I like this Larry Nance move. Norm Powell was someone they had to bring back that got him back. Um, Hopefully, Nert can be healthy. But if not, Cody Zeller at the minimum. I mean, that is a really, really good value signing. I like Cody Zeller's game. Um, You now have Nance. You know, does Ant Simons take another leap? Um, That would be be nice. But, you know, they have a lot of pieces on this team. And I, I think Dame and CJ are healthy they're going to be a good season. I actually like this over 44 and a half. I mean, I'm kind of stuck on all these overs, but I think these are three teams that, you know, are, are, are just so solid and have that high floor to be right in the mix of things in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those divisions that for sure, if they stay healthy, that they're going to be these three teams that we just discussed are going to be in the playoffs, right? It'll take something catastrophic for them not to be in there like an injury or a discontrol, disgruntled superstar. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, getting Norman Powell back was big for them. Obviously, Robert Covington, a great defensive guy and a 3D guy that can knock down three-point shots. Um, they just, I think they need it. Nurkage is going to have to stay healthy. I think that thing, there's no question about it. But if he does get hurt, yeah, you still have Cody Zeller and you added Larry Nance Jr. So um, I like the depth on this team, like you mentioned, man. Um, Avery Simons, I think he's a great shooter. I think he needs to get more minutes this coming season. Um, and I think he will with the departure of Carmelo Anthony because it almost seemed like because the name Carmelo Anthony was on your bench that he was gonna have to get minutes. But you know, Melo did play well for this Portland team, maybe not bought in on the defensive end. Um, but uh he was still a bucket. Melo locked, so. yeah. M-
0: M- yeah. locked up Jokic, <laughs> yeah. locked <laughs> up
1: yeah, but I think, you know, C.J. McCollum is going to have to be – he's going to have to be that superstar for this team. Now It's not it's time for him to be a superstar and not an all-star anymore. So, um, you know, if they want to make this work, I think C.J. McCollum knows that he has to provide that support to Damian Lillard and uh, look for these other guys, Norman Powell, look for him to have a big season for them. And I fully expect this team to be in the playoffs again.
0: So, I mean, we'll get talk stuck here. Portland Trailblazers, to make the playoffs, minus 250 – no playoffs plus one ninety. Which way would you go there? You go with the? uh Would you lay minus two fifty on them to make it?
1: Yeah, I would. I mean, when you still have a Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum on the team, one of the you know great backcourts in the Western Conference, you're always going to have a chance, right? And a lot of times when I'm I'm looking at these teams, I, I kind of look at the depth around this team, and I think this team, like the Denver Nuggets, has great depth, like we talked about, Rocco uh nurkage uh yep. norman powell they have they have the guys on this roster so um the question is going to be let's see what chauncey billups is able to do uh with this team because uh coach stodd's found a way to get this team into the playoffs but it didn't really translate to them getting out of the first round so uh i think it's hard to say if billups is a coaching upgrade because it is his first season as a head coach but i think if the guys buy into what Chauncey, Billings, Chauncey Billups game plan it's going to be then I think you know the uh they'll be in the playoffs for sure
0: yeah and and Chauncey Billups is someone who is brought in for his defensive capabilities as a coach that's mm-hmm. obviously been a key area exactly. they need to work on I mean there's offense when you have Dame and CJ you're gonna have a good offense it's come down yeah. to I mean we saw last year in the playoffs they made the Nuggets look pretty good and then they literally could not find the hoop against yeah. the Suns so um you know, I think the playoffs is not a question. I think, you know, they're going to have to prove it there again, like the Jazz as well. Um, but the regular season, 44 and a half, I like it over anything else on the Blazers,
1: off. No, I think what it is, like you just mentioned, uh, to wrap up what the game plan for this team is all about defense. And, and I think until that not improved, then they're not going to advance very far in the playoffs.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go to... Minnesota, definitely an interesting team coming off this year. Um, kind of an interesting year last year. Uh, fired their coach, hired a new coach midseason. Anthony Edwards starts off slow, comes on really hot. Carl Anthony Towns has a, a tough year with uh, different personal stuff and, and injuries. Uh, yeah. Plays well, when healthy, and you know they kind of found something with D'Angelo Russell coming off the bench late in the year. Um, so some definitely some positive vibes coming in to this year for Minnesota. They were twenty three and forty nine last year. Win totals at thirty two and a half. Moonaf, what do you think of this T Wolves team coming in this year? Obviously under new ownership as well with A Rod.
1: Yeah, and uh, man, th- this is a uh, very again another team in this division that might, uh, I think is kind of hard to put your finger on because we, is it going it to come to a point where caller Anthony Towns forces his way out of Minnesota? And I know they brought on D'Angelo Russo that uh, apparently they're good buddies and they wanted to play together and that's why they were brought on. But um, again, this is another team like Portland that's going to really have to work on their defense because the offensive potential is there, right? Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, um, there's not much depth outside of this team. I mean, yeah, you have Malik Beasley. I think they traded away Jared Culver, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, not much depth outside of those guys. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm kind of not sold on this team yet. I just feel like that at a point it's going to come where one of these teams that are contenders is going to come knocking on the door for Carl Anthony Towns. And if there's a package that they kind of put together um, that can – blow them away that you know Carl Anthony Towns may be on the move, but uh you know, I'm I'm not very sold on this team. The the coach I don't think the it, he's a, the coach is a very good coach either.
0: Yeah. Well I think the the thing with them is they're right now they're being very hot in the uh Timberwolves in the sorry the Ben Simmons rumors. Yeah. Um looking to potentially trade Something with uh D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jaden McDaniels, who obviously had a really good year last year, really exciting mm-hmm. prospect for them. So, I mean, I would love to see him stay around. But Ben Simmons with Anthony Edwards and Carl Townsman, I, 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 would, I, would I would actually be pretty interested in that in that that uh trio right there. Um, you know, I think for them this year. It's kind of I where they, I wonder where they think they're at right now. I mean, they are obviously really young with Cat and Edwards yeah. and D'Lo, but it's also, like you said, it's kind of feels like it's about time for Cat to have some more moments in the playoffs. only time he's been there was with the Jimmy Butler season, and mm. he wasn't really a major part of that team by the end of the year. Um, What do you kind of, I mean, do you think that they think they're making the playoffs this year?
1: Absolutely not. I mean, we, we talked about how stacked the Western <laughs> Conference is. And look, the books are indicative of that. That they, they, they put up the win total at 34 and a half wins. And for them to make the playoffs is clo- is hovering around plus five fifty, close to plus six hundred. I mean, in, in a in a western conference that is it's very stacked, I think it's gonna be very difficult for this type of team with the lack of depth for them to get to the playoffs. I mean, I'm just not a believer in Chris Finch and and for them to make the playoffs. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be another team that they're going to end up in the draft lottery again. And if not, if there's a package that you know either comes for a Ben Simmons um, that they can put together, or you know one of these other guys is going to have to be on the move. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I think, and I think what's interesting about that is I, I agree with you. I don't think they make the playoffs, but. I think if you're Carl Anthony Towns, right, and you're D'Angelo Russell and you're like in training camp right now, I think they're saying like, OK, like this is the year we make our like we make a leave. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that I mean, that's what's really weird about the West is you have these teams, you have, you know, the, the, the T-Wolves, the Kings, the Grizzlies, the Spurs, the Pelicans that are kind of a tier below all those contenders at the top. Yeah. Um, but they kind of hover in that like, OK, we, we a really good year. We could be the back end of the playoffs, be a feisty team. Um, we could also kind of fall closer to that, you know, a top five pick. Um, we don't really know what we're going to get here. Um, Carlton Towns obviously has been a really, really good when he went healthy. Yeah. Um, the, the, the key for him is going to be staying available. I mean, uh-huh. last, last two years. Uh, he has not played, he played 35 games in 2019-20, played 50 last year. Um, obviously, not all that his fault, and I think they're going to need all of him this year. I yep. mean, when healthy, he's like a super lethal offensive player, um, 25 points, that kind of thing. Anthony Edwards, look for him to make another leap. So um, I think offensively, they could be really good. Defensively, they're probably going to be trash, though, and and that might be a big issue for them getting to this win total, which is at 34.5. I mean, yeah. That's that would they they would have to be pretty pretty solid to get to that
1: point. Yeah, and i was like if you take a look at the at the age of this roster, I mean d'angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns at 25 are are kind of the older guys. I mean, yeah, you have Jake Layman 27 and Ed Ed Davis who's 32, but then after that it's pretty much D'Lo and Carl uh, Anthony Towns who are 25 years old and the older guys. I mean, Anthony Edwards, 19, Jaden uh, Jaden McDaniels, 20, uh, Jalen Noel, 21, uh, Malik Beasley, 24. So, you know, it, it, you have a very young roster and, and yep. getting young guys to buy in on the defensive end, it, it's it, it, sometimes it's a challenge.
0: Yeah, it, it is. And that'll be a challenge for Chris Finch. I definitely love the Pat Patrick Beverly pickup. Um, in that Derek Culver trade. I think he'll be someone who can come in really versatile in terms of he can play with D'Angelo Russell. He can also play some point guard. They've obviously lost Ricky Rubio uh to Cleveland. So, you know, they Pat Beverly will fit in really nicely. Um, just a guy who can bring some toughness to this team, be a veteran for them. So I, I like that. Um thoughts on this win total? I'm I'm gonna go under here.
1: Yeah, I gotta say with the under here. I mean, outside of D and I mean, if you just imagine that Cat or D'Lo gets injured after that, there's not much there. I mean, Anthony Edwards, but I think he's still a working project. I mean, we saw he had a great season last year in his rookie campaign, but um, teams are going to catch up to him and what he's able to do. But uh, outside of that, there's not much there for you to believe in. There
0: we go. Uh, With that, a quick break here, and we're going to come back with the Thunder, our final team. Today's episode is also brought to you by Paramount Plus. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart-pounding drama from CBS Sports, including UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera Division, the Brasiliario, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the Concacaf qualifiers. Featuring the stars from the U.S. and Mexican men's national teams, plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi. Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Also brought to you by Odds Crowd. If you haven't downloaded the Odds Crowd app yet, you're missing out is over $30,000 in cash prizes up for grabs across both season long and weekly contests on NFL and college football. The boys here at SGPN are all taking part so you can try to claim bragging rights over us as well. Here's how it works once you enter a contest. You track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app. The Most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. An odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with the other bettors, tracker bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to OddsCrowd.com Today, last year brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming back off the break, we had finally the OKC Thunder bringing up the bottom of this division, Thunder, were 22-50 and 50 last year. Um, obviously, they were getting absolutely shellacked uh, down the stretch of the season. You know, they really embraced the tank. They were sneaky solid prior to that. Win total for next year at 22-and-a-half. I mean, the, the Thunder got fucked with the lottery this year, didn't get that high-end talent, ended up with Josh Giddey. Uh Did they kind of <laughs> try to tank even harder this year, or do we see them you know, make some state, make some moves forward because they have all these picks, but, yeah. you know, they're going to have to build a winning team at some point.
1: Yeah. Then that's the question, right? At what point are they going to cash in on all this draft capital that they have? And uh, you signed up uh, uh, Shea Gilkis-Alexander to the long-term deal as your corner franchise piece. Now it's time to start building around them, right? They, like you mentioned, they got Josh Giddey. I think he left summer league early due to a uh, foot injury. Ankle. Yeah. Or ankle injury yeah i mean it, it shouldn't be an issue come um, tri- um when the season starts they tricked up uh, picked up trey man also in the um in the draft and then i think aaron wiggins is also a low-key pickup for them also so uh yeah. i mean i don't know man i until i see them start making some moves and starting to trade some of these pieces i, I still think that they're going to be in that tank mode and try to get that you know first second or third pick and add another piece next to sga and and then kind of cash in on their picks but they have some guys on this roster i mean you know we talked about pokushevsky last season obviously sga um theo maladon is another guy on this roster um they had moses brown i believe they traded him to dallas and then he got retraded to the uh, dallas mavericks but uh Basley, another guy that's on this roster so they have some young guys but i just don't think that um until maybe they next season like you said they may be tanking again to get a top three pick um to line up someone next to SGA but um you know I'm not not really a believer in this team either and then again second year for this head coach with young guys it's going to be very tough for them to win games
0: yeah. And, and there's talk that the reason that they did the whole Kemba buyout was because they didn't want to be good this year. And they've had that issue yeah. in the past where like they, they have had personnel on this team because they do all these like first round pick, take on a bad contract, rehab yeah. the contract and send it back out. Those guys were rehabbing their contract and playing well for them, helping them win games. I mean, that was Chris Paul. I mean, no one thought he would be able to have this extension of his career when he went to OKC initially. Um, you know, so it's impressive what they've done. I think you got to go under here just because it's such a perfect year to tank. Um, and with with all these teams trying to be good, realistically, I mean, every single team looking like they want to be competitive this year. Maybe without, you know, now is standing Orlando and Houston, but pretty much everyone else is going after it. I think it's a really good year to kind of set back. Don't know what the top end of the lottery looks like in next year's draft, but if you're OKC, I mean, it's just not worth another year of you know, you're not making the playoffs anyways, right? Like there's no chance of that. So why, you know, I mean, I I hate to say this because you you want to see competitive teams, but, you know, getting the eighth or ninth pick again next year would just be such a big, you know, hindrance to building this team. So, I mean, what do you, would you expect them to, you know, be competitive early in the season? Or is this a team that we should be on alert to maybe see, you know, a very bad team from the start of the season?
1: i think it might be a wait and see but i do agree on taking the under on their win total i mean i think another example like you said that they're uh, acquiring these uh, contracts was al horford was an example last season yep at the toward the end of the season i'm pretty sure that he was healthy but they just shut him down just to shut him down because they won't they they, so they won't win any more games um you know there were some games that they you know just seemed like they weren't taking they won a couple games but um you know yeah like you mentioned i think this is another tank year or a year that they're not going to be trying Um, and I think they want to secure a top three pick coming into the draft next year and then who knows I mean they are whoever has a number one or number two overall pick, they can cash in these picks that they have and, and maybe get the first and second pick or the first and third pick or maybe two picks in the top five to uh, really uh, start the foundation of building this roster with SGA. So um, I, there's no way I'm, I'm taking the over on this 23 and a half on, yeah. the, on the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: Yeah, no way to go over here. No way. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I and mean, I think they're an interesting team. Like, why would they not go... Why would they not go trade for Ben Simmons or something like that? I mean, they have all these picks that could get something done. Yeah. You know, it's different when it's a it's maybe a less established guy. You know, you obviously can't trade for like a Dame Lillard who would be like, you know, I guess be able to control his destination. But yeah. you know, maybe just outbid somebody for another star, to acquire someone like that. Um, so that could be that could be an interesting mm-hmm. move. They have obviously a lot of flexibility, a lot of moves to be made, but Definitely going under here. Anything else on the Thunder or any of these teams in the Northwest Division? Enough.
1: Yeah, I think this might be another like like a team like a Thunder that they're some of their young guys like the Dorts or the Basleys that they're going to be playing really really well, get their stock up during the regular season, and then a, a team that has a roster spot or needs a guy on the bench for any of these contending teams that are willing to give up first round pick that they do that with Dort or, uh, uh or a Darius Bates or someone, or somebody else. So, um, you know, who knows, they might be still trying to acquire even more draft picks. So, um, that, that yeah, that's pretty much it for the thunder. And, um, you know, I, I think we have three great teams or, you know, one great team, the Utah jazz two good teams with the, uh, with the nuggets and the, and the blazers. And, you know, you have two bottom feeders in, in this league so or in the league and the Western conference. So, um, yeah. What is what else? What else can you say about these teams?
0: No, nothing. I mean, I think this could be a competitive division. Obviously, the divisions don't really like matter that much in the in the NBA how it's structured. But uh, I think there's some solid rivalries here. Obviously, Nuggets Blazers, Nuggets Jazz. Um, those teams have some recent playoff battles. Um, I think, and I think you're looking at this division. I mean, you're going to have some solid teams here, and that to me just emphasizes kind of more like if you're the Thunder. You know, let all these teams beat up on each other. Let them beat up on you and, you know, go collect your your luck at the lottery. Um, and for the T-Wolves, is a really interesting year to kind of see where they go. Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, I think he's a guy who could be a sneaky, like, if you were high on this T-Wolves team, like, I would love to see maybe, like, Carl Anthony Towns, like, MVP, something like that. Because he's someone who's put up crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to, like, do they win games? Does he stay healthy? That kind of thing. But other than that, no, I mean, it's a
1: fun episode and, and a lot of fun going through these teams here. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And uh, we're like day by day, we're getting. I know we're getting closer to the NFL season, but day by day, we're getting closer to the NBA season and training camp starting. And we're seeing all these videos of guys on on Twitter and gyms and and you know putting in the work and, and starting to get ready for the season. So, um, you know, another division that we've talked about. I know we still have a couple more that we're going to talk about, but uh, a lot of NBA content still coming for us. So I'm excited, man.
0: Yes, sir. We're going to be able to find you on Twitter.
1: Yeah, find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824, um, dropping MLB plays, uh, NFL's gearing up. But uh, definitely we'll be diving deep once we get closer and closer to the NBA season because uh, I think we had a pretty great season between myself, uh, Zach, you, and then uh, Dan and also uh, our man, McKee. So uh, definitely, you know, check me out on Twitter.
0: Yes, sir. I saw, I've saw. i been following some of your baseball action on there. I uh, know we'll have the press. Coming in, so I'm excited for all that. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at NBA Zach B. Definitely check out this podcast, the NBA Gambling Podcast. If you're not following already, all the podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast, the original Sports Gambling Podcast, and all the articles on SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Lastly, the uh, Slack channel, SG.PN slash Slack. Follow us there. With that, hope everyone has a good week with betting baseball um and golf next weekend college football coming up so exciting yeah. times and let it ride everybody
1: basketball give me, give me, give me the ball